Well, Keita, welcome here in the Netherlands. Thank you for coming and uh, giving us uh, some of your time. We are uh, excited to have you here. And, um, well, we'd like to hear what you have to share with us. And, uh, well, take it away. <laughs> Just recently, I left Namco, a company for which I have worked for 11 years. At Namco, I worked as a director and an art director of games like Katamari, Tamashi, and Nobidabi Boy, which are rather funny and crazy games. I will explain the games for people who are not familiar with them. The Katamari is a game that rolls a ball like an object, and while rolling it attracts things around it, include the things into its mass, and it gets bigger quickly. The enlarged mass is thrown into the universe by a king and become a new star. And Nobi Nobi Boy is a game that extends the body of the boy. There is also a girl in the game. While the player extends the body of the boy, the mechanism of the game extends the body of girl too. The girl is out in the universe, and it expands continuously every day to get the planet in the solar system to join together. The girl is right now on her way to Saturn every day. About 100 amazing people play this game to extend the girl. My current project is to begin a playground as a freelance, ah, sorry. My current project is to design a playground as a freelance designer in the UK. This project started because the producer of the game event, Game City of Nottingham, read an interview of me where I said that I want to design a playground I am very lucky. So it's really worth saying what you want. Therefore, whatever I want to do next, I say it after this project. I want to design a town. Every time I get asked, I say this now. Anyway, the design of the playground is almost ready. But the next step is to explain the design to the people who live in the area and to students in the school nearby. It is necessary to take care of safety issue and because everything is designed from scratch and original, 
the whole project gets very expensive. Please introduce me to a sponsor with a lot of money. My current situation is roughly like this. When I go back to Japan, I have to apply for unemployment insurance for the time being. Okay, to begin with, I want to introduce a presentation I did at the beginning of one session at GDG 2006, uh, four years ago. The subject is making a game for global peace. <clears throat> uh, today, I'm going to try to give you a presentation in English, since I have only 10 minutes. This panel is called Design, uh, called Game Design Challenge, but rather I should call it my English challenge as well. Please bear with my clumsy English for a while. You might not be able to understand some of my poor English, but I hope you can fill in the gap with your imagination. So here we go. This may sound like a cliche, but I still believe we can come closer to achieving world peace if everyone believes in love. What is love? It is a love of video games. And this is what I think the love of video games is. These are definitely expressions of love. Love. <laughs> Wonderful love. Pure and wonderful love. Naive, pure, wonderful, and silly love. As you can see, we all share the love for video games. Okay. Because they are simply fantastic. Isn't it a shame that something as wonderful as video games are only shared between a limited network of friends? Should the video games we love be limited to such a small scale? No. <laughs> it shouldn't be so. Video games should be able to overcome come language and cultural barriers, it is almost a crime 
if we do not let others know how fun video games are. Who should we reach out to first? Of course, to the people who absolutely do not play video games, those who are away from the joy because of some extra factors such as people who are too busy fighting, those who are starving, those suffering from disease, disaster, and even those who are living in poverty. People who are too, uh, sorry, sadly, there are still many who are doing their best just to maintain a normal life. By far, the number of these people exceeds those who can enjoy video games. This is all the more reason why we need to set off to share the joy of video games with these people. Let's see what we should bring on our journey. Damn. However, when we actually arrive, we will soon find that it is just as difficult as we had expected. This is simply because video games are luxuries that require specific conditions and environments in order to play. But we just cannot give up like this. We are people with a love for video games. We are video games romantics with a naive, pure, wonderful, and silly love. It's not too complicated. All we need to do is just concentrate on creating the necessary environments to play video games. I believe that peace is just about living every day of life in good health, but but if often sounds overly serious, also since this concept is too mundane, we tend to overlook it. Therefore, it gives us all the more reason to work toward our simple and yet silly goal of solving problems to let people enjoy video games. So, Result of actions that lead to a peaceful world sounds more realistic to me than working on world peace from scratch. Then again, some people may say I'm a dreamer. Actually, the goal doesn't have to be about video games. It can be anything such as sports, art, movie, or anything. But Especially, video games are one of good form of entertainment, open to everyone. But at the same time, they are they are luxury that requires money and specific conditions. If everyone in this world become can have the luxury of playing video games, 
using natural power for just an hour each day, every day, then I think this should represent a form of peace. This is why I came up with this idea. The video games that we make and play exist only in times to times of peace and are therefore proof of peace. That existence itself is worthy of a Nobel Peace Prize. All we have to do is to spread this to other parts of the world. To be honest, the thought that this all sounds too idealistic has occurred to me while I was writing this presentation, but I don't believe that it is absolutely impossible. Maybe I'm being too naive here. As a developer, there is something we must keep in mind. If we are going to all the trouble of spreading the joy of video games to people around the world, we must continually do our best to create video games that people all around the world will have no complaint about like this is not fun or this is boring. Thank you. <laughs> uh, no, no. <laughs> This is a original script, so there might be part of the presentation where you, where do you not understand? Because it sounds like a joke. But there is also a relatively, relatively serious intention. The game to make the world peace was requested as a tema of this session. However, I said this request itself had no sense, because in my opinion, we can only play video games when the world is relatively peaceful. I was hesitant to say this loudly because the producer of Gears of War was sitting next to me. I wanted to say that it's because there is world peace. We can enjoy playing the game of killing other or killing one another. It's important for us to understand this. Football. Football is played all over the world because you only need a ball to play it. However, to be able to play a video game, there has to be a roof that protects us from the rain and also 
electricity and television set. More things are necessary compared with football. Well, if video games become as popular as football, people will make a solution for these issues. What then? If this is possible, a stage might come where people don't have to live in awful, unimaginable poor environment and where sickness and hunger might not exist anymore. This is my idea of a 100% ideal world. But, yeah, but reality is not that sweet. I do know that. But video games are fun. It sounds like a story. Everyone wanted to play games, so it became popular and the world became non-violent. That would be a nice story. Somebody please make a movie or an NGO about this foolish and peaceful idea. However, to achieve all this, it is necessary to lower the price of hardware. For instance, if all video games development companies or publishers all over the world put up the uh, put up the cash to develop a company together and make a new hardware together, it can be sold cheaply. The gaming world would become more independent and flexible. What do you think? Right now, we are playing, we are, uh, sorry, right now, we are paying a percentage as game publishers to hardware companies. Anyhow, can this be used for the development cost of a new platform? If so, the above mentioned joint development of a hardware by game publishers might happen. Still, there Still, there might be issues with the functionality of this new platform. But as long as the price is low, it will spread more quickly and this is more important than the performance of the platform. In the end, users don't play games because of the hardware but because of the software. Is it the to radical approach? If countries can make and use the same currency, like the euro, it must be able to do this too. Maybe this is a bit far-fetched. By the way, I have some requests for a new hardware. I want to be able to store the controller in the main body 
like it was in the earlier model of game platforms. And I want portable games machine charged by solar system. Sorry, let's get back to today's story. I will to return to the story of the game for global peace, not, not new platforms. My presentation was different from what the organizers and audience wanted, so they probably didn't understand me well. Today, I can speak freely, so I want to try it again. An important point in the story of the game for global pieces is that we share a common target. The target is that we play a game together. This is the essence of this activity, to have to purpose and it's easy to understand the goal of to play together. If the goal is clear, it's easier to develop the game idea into a product and attract a, attract a bigger audience. Occasionally, I want to run away from the purpose of a game, the goal of the win or lose, when a game is made. Sometimes I just wanted the game to be fun and not bound, not bound to winning and losing. This might be the reason, reason that I have failed with Nobinobi Boy. Nobinobi Boy doesn't have a clear set of rules. But it is easier to create a game when such rules exist and playing is also more easy. Why? Some time ago, some time ago, I seriously thought about this question just for about 30 minutes. Is it because of the hunter instinct in our DNA that succeeded from the ancient times? Most of the time, it takes me some time to find the purpose and the goal in life. I think that the purpose of mixing with many students at school, when we are children and studying for more than 10 years, is so that you can see the future as clearly as possible. This is my subjective interpretation. It's because of this reason children like video games with a clear goal and with a simple outcome, or a win or a lose. The reason why I think about these things and why I tend to escape from reality might be just as a sign that I am still a child who has not found his goal in life. Now, 
I want to go into a fantastical story Does everybody know what a car is? Most of them have four round tires and it moves with gasoline or with electricity. It can achieve a distance much more than a human being can. With the exception of cars, that can transform itself into robots and fight with enemies. Most of cars have only one function to bring person from one place to another. Why? This is very simple. The market of cars is quite big. How many big companies have to do something with cars? How many new cars appear every year? How many get scrapped? How many people have something to do with a car? However, the only function of a car is to transport. Man's interest in such a car is endless. Two persons car, four persons, six persons. Eight person, sport type, off-road type, truck type, Japanese car, British car, Dutch car, um, um, <laughs> children's car, health angels car, Long car, big car. Um. Ah, the fuel cell people. How does it feel to sit in it? How you like it, the sound of the engine, and so on, they are endless. There is a lot of interest involved. Uh, there is a lot of interest involved. A lot of people become involved with it, but really the basic function is to transport a family or goods from one place to another. This is so strange. It only moves. So many are involved and it is being accepted by everyone. Really strange. There is other strange things. It's a sequels or popular video games or there are often games which com compete in the same type of genre. Let's apply this phenomenon to the car industry. Companies bring out many different cars, but basically everyone uses it only to move. 
The same can be said about car games such as Need for Speed, Grand Sousmo, and Ridge Racers. However, I do not think that all cars look the same. There might be less interest in the design of a specific, specific car, but I don't think that all cars look the same. Strange. First of all, I think this is because to move from one place to another has become an in indispensable necess necessity. Indispensable necessity for man. And man thinks that he has found new joy here. In experience different places, a car is essential and we join we enjoy driving it. Therefore, this has become a very big industry, though it is simple. It just moved. It grew into an industry because of this simplicity. Perhaps this can be also said for industries like cell phone and fashion. Second thing, a car is something that moves, it's nothing more, nothing less. If you say to your boss, let's think about a car which doesn't move at all, maybe he will fire you immediately. To limit the function of a car like this might be mechanism not to allow users to think about any other possibilities of car. Look at the interface. The purpose is to move. So you can only move the wheels to right or left or to hold them still. The accelerator and the brakes are used just to move or stop. In limiting this user interface, you make it difficult for drivers to think of other possible function and other possible function of a car. Therefore, you don't you don't think that each car looks the same. Let's bring the subject back to the video games. How can we apply this analogy for video games? Uh, <coughs> uh, video games is not necessity. And of course, it's not an indispensable thing for us. This is a thought, but true. In addition, a video game is to a video game is to be played, make you happy, or it's fun. It is very vague compared with a simple, comprehensible action of moving. Another thing, a game developer can pretty much freely make anything possible on the television monitor.
there, there are various kind of controllers, many buttons, and the function of the button can be changed freely. It is quite the opposite of the concept of the limitations of a car. I am not saying that you should learn from the car industry, and I do not want to say that you can find something new in this industry. But if there is a clear purpose and a reason for its existence, and it is close to heart of the everyday life of a person, it will be accepted more easy. This, this makes me rethink of how free the world of video games is. There is a problem only Shiko seems to be selling, or that the best seller seems to be exactly the same. But in comparison to other industries, these issues seem to be small. There is not a fixed definition of how a video game should be. There are less limitations compared to how a car should be. We should not forget how freely a developer of video games can operate and create. I also think the video games industry seems to be far away from reality from major events in the real world. The restriction of skyrocketing gasoline prices and the big exhaust emissions have a direct impact on the car industry. However, the video game industry has very little influence from society or reality. But this is normal. Let's think for a moment. In comparison to what is necessary in life, such as cars, consumer electronics, food, the video game is not absolutely necessary for our life compared with that. Therefore, it's not necessary to relate to real-life events. Games should be fun, that's all. The problem begins with the game industry become a big industry which has widespread influence on many generations. Can this trend of Disconnecting from reality and nothing but fun continue in the future through all and through all eternity. Also, we have to consider to influence a video game hard that violent expression can negatively negatively affect children. I cannot explain everything well, but does industry not have to fulfill some commitment to the society and the individual and for this industry to become more responsible?
I think right now it is not important to create a new input device for instance, but to lower the price of hardware and software because there is a recession. I cannot buy a new video game machine because I do not have money either and there is no game machine in my house. The video game is not an absolute necessity, but it can create happiness and fun. Isn't it the reason for video games to entertain and make people smile? Therefore, I think it is necessary to make it available to everyone and lower the price to make it happen. Just imagine an advertisement. We decided to lower the price because we wanted everybody to smile and for you to make it through difficult times. I would not have left Namco if this could have been done. This message clearly shows why a video game should be created. By the way, a friend of mine who is an illustrator told me how she felt after playing with Katamari. When she drove, she suddenly has the impulse to drive the car into electricity poles or garbage bin. I hear story before of people enjoying dress up in costume but her impulse surprised me because I think there is an amazing connection between the real world and the world of video games. When we created Nobinobi Boy, there was an idea that a boy who scored high in creating a girl received a present from girl. The girl exists within the universe of the game, so what would this boy think when he gets a present from her? If the present is delivered by DHL or something, he won't think anything. But if he suddenly found it on his doorstep, he might think, is there really a girl? Unfortunately, unfortunately this idea comes to nothing because it would have been too complicated. But the point is, I think it important not just to think in the world of a video games but to simulate and simulate the imagination of the playing person and if this has positive impact on them in real life that's even better however maybe it's not not so good to be affected by FPS oh there was a game called Densen, which was announced but never published. It was at the same time as the launch, launch of PlayStation 2. 
In Japan, there are electricity cables everywhere. These electricity cables are called Densen in Japanese, which is the title of the game. In this game, the people hook clothes hung out on this cable to move. I only saw the demo on this game and couldn't play with it. But I saw this when I just started working and for me it made a big impact. The cable is an everyday object. But when you are given a chance like that, you start to see them in a totally different way. This really amazed me. Without this, maybe Katamari Danoshi may not be created. That game I saw used special controllers, couldn't be connected to internet or 3D symmetric visual. But 10 years from then, I still can't forget it. And now, from the viewpoint of this commitment, I told you before my next challenge is a playground. It was an in inevitable result of thinking not to in box of games, but in the concept of fun. I want to design this playground so that not only the children, but also adults and dogs can all play together. There are lots of people who take their dogs for a walk there. Talking about dogs, when I created Katamari, I had an interview. I said in a few years I wanted to make a game that even a dog can play. Because basically there should be no language barrier. That's why games made by a Japanese person can be enjoyed somewhere else in the world. So I thought why can't we overcome the barrier of language and species? And now, a few years later, not only a dog, but a cat played my game. This is not because the game Nobinobi Boy is so good, but the iPad, the technology made it possible. So maybe the video game should also make a commitment to animal society. Perhaps a hundred game controller for the chihuahua or hardware for the tropical fish. We will need many types. The possibilities are endless. Why, why us, why us developers think about making games for animals? Maybe we should also get out of the box of the video part of the video games. There are so many different jobs in the world, but developing games is unique. We can let people have fun by making rules and mechanisms. And mechanism. 
it's a shame to keep these interesting people just in the just in box of video. I'm not saying stop to the development of the video game. I want to suggest using our strength of being free and to start thinking about getting getting rid of this video box. We all are motion controllers and 3D symmetric visual, but they are only possible with the TV monitor. But when you think about it, you don't have to be so concerned about the visual. Okay, if you ask me, but where do you make the money? I can't say anymore. Um, let's get back to the story of the car. By changing the interface, maybe you can change the common knowledge of a car is something you move with. Apparently, there are research results that show it's easier to drive with a stick shape like the control of game that with a wheel. If a developer could join a project like that, it would be so cool. I think it would be so much better than teaching games at a university. The redesign of the future come into view. Video games should be committed to society and at the same time get out of the box of the video. And then maybe this is what is really mean to have game in the city. Thank you. Keita, thank you so much. <laughs> Would you like me to get you a bed? <laughs> um, I would like to compliment you on your English. Your English is uh, much better than all our Japanese together. Uh, yes. Thank you. So, applause, you know. It's really very inspiring. And uh, there are some people that would probably like to ask a question. So, I would like to do a few questions from the uh, audience. Who likes to go first? Yeah. Um, Keita, my name is Silvio. Uh, could you uh, give us uh, a bit more insight about this uh, uh, playground project in England, in the sense that how do you uh, incorporate your game and fun concept in that real-life setting? Because your presentation made me very curious after how it would look like.
That's a very difficult question. Um, he hasn't given it a lot of serious thought. All he wanted to do was um, directly provide fun. So he thought that was the same thing that run between video games and playgrounds. And it's only in the beginning of the development, right? This project. It's only in the beginning, right, of this project. Yes. Yeah. Okay. So maybe next year we'll see more. <laughs> Okay, someone else have a question? Yeah? Kars? Uh, okay, thank you for your presentation. My name is Kars. Um, I was, did I understand correctly that when you go back to Japan, you need to apply for, uh, what, what did you say, an unemployment grant? I was shocked to hear this. How, how, how can that happen? Um, there is a system in Japan that when you don't have a job anymore, a few months after that, you have a percentage of that paid from the government, and that's what he needs to apply for now. Hey, sounds very familiar, <laughs> but it happens to the best of us, right? Okay, anyone else uh, question? Yeah. Hi, uh, my name's Molly. Um, in the West, stylish games like Kashmari Damacy are not really accepted. More realistic graphics and things like that are the norm. And in Japan, you're allowed to be more stylish. But were there issues with such a beautiful and un unrealistically styled kind of cartoony game being accepted in the West for you? Maybe a question we can ask is, did uh, Katamari do much better in Asia than in, uh, in Europe or U.S.? Um, I'm sorry he doesn't know, because um, for him, the fact that he sold as much as it did, it was still an amazement. Okay. <laughs> All right. <laughs> I guess the numbers don't lie. Um, anyone? Anyone? Uh, I, first, I'd like to say that I really enjoyed your presentation. And I was wondering, uh, the uh, pictures you used for your presentation, uh, well, most presentations I've seen uh, always have text, and you actually use pictures to describe uh, the problems and the, the issues you were talking about. And uh, was there any particular reason why you did that? So the, re the question is whether he preferred pictures over uh, text? 
says um, he's not very clever, so all, only thing he can do are draw pictures. <laughs> very good. Okay, question here. Hello, uh, Gusaimas. Vatashi des Yurum. Uh, how does your, uh, how does games like Katamari, Nori Nori Boy and Denson have, uh, influenced you on your playground, uh, project in, uh, England? Um, it, the most important thing is that he tries now not to think in a box when he now designs the playground um, from his experiences. Great. One more question. Anyone? Cash, uh, second time. Geert, Geert, okay. Can you come forward, Geert? Um, I really enjoyed the presentation as well, um, but I have a question. Um, there is not much poverty or war or anything in England, and you're creating fun, um, but there should be fun in other places where there's more war or other stuff you mentioned. How do you think you can get fun over there? When he's going to make a playground in Baghdad? Is that what you mean? England is just a starting point for him. In the future, he would really like to start doing the same kind of projects in South Africa and Southeast Asia, for example. Great. Well, thank you so much uh, again, Keita. Um, I would like everybody to uh, give another big round of applause for his contribution. <laughs>